0: but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. Viva Las Vegas, baby. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Super Zoo 2023 is officially in the books from August 16th through the 18th Thousands and thousands of pet professionals were at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center to experience one of, if not the biggest, pet industry trade show produced by the World Pet Association. And it went off as a huge success, welcoming over 18,000 pet professionals, which was a 10% increase over last year. And they were made up of people from 84 different countries and all the 50 states here. And it was just an amazing, amazing experience. I took baby Carmine with me for his very first plane ride and trip to Las Vegas, as well as a handful of our team. In this episode today, I just want to share some of the highlights of what the experience was like, kind of walk through the journey with you there. And I also want to share a couple of themes that I noticed, you know, and that came up for me engaging with our Pet Boss Nation community and share those with you. Stay tuned for this one. We've got lots of glitz and glamor and Vegas fun ahead. Welcome to the Boss Your Business Podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros working the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candace Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur. Let's get started. I definitely never pictured my first child's first trip on a plane or time away from his dad or vacation in a sense to be to Las Vegas, Nevada, but it certainly was. And I got to tell you, he was the perfect little baby. Perfect. Perfect. Now we did treat him. He flew first class to Vegas, you know, high roller already, right there. And I did have the support of our nanny to go. That was definitely much needed since this was a work trip for me. I, you know, it wasn't a vacation trip for me. I had very, very little downtime. All of us actually were, you know, from the minute we woke up until, you know, late in the evening, we were busy networking and connecting and, you know, meeting old friends and seeing new friends and, and talking about how we're all going to grow our businesses. So Carmine got to be a piece of that trip. He got to experience firsthand uh, the flights and then checking into our hotel room, which is a very interesting story. <laughs> and I'm going to link to a Facebook live that I did about our check-in. I'm um, Not necessarily the check-in process, but once we got into the room at the hotel and Uh uh-oh, what kind of unfolded at that point. Let's just say there was definitely some fun had in that hotel room in Vegas. (laughs) We had to move. So yeah, we made it through that experience. I'm going to link to that live video in the show notes of this episode so that you can hear about it if you want to. And actually there were a lot of lessons in that video, mainly about customer service and in that experience that I had had at that hotel. And so I think there might, we might actually break that out and have a whole different podcast episode for you for that. But Uh, Anyway, so you can get the show notes at petboss.com forward slash episode nine, three. I'll have lots of things from this episode there. So Carmine got through that. Great. And then, then we hit the show floor the next day and the next day, the first day of the trade show floor being open, we were welcomed with big arms into the boss dog brand and boss cat brand booth and I just want to give a big shout out to Basil and Shay and the team for letting us go there and, and meet so many of our clients and our community because it allowed us to have a spot on the floor to connect and to say hi and to give some hugs and high fives and I have to tell you that experience was exactly what I needed. You know, I you know, I work from my house and we do a lot of Zooms and obviously this podcast and I think that my Big kind of aha (laughs) for me in that experience was just the impact that we're having in the pet industry, which I'll I'll elaborate more on in just a a second. But it was so great to be able to see people in person and see old friends and also meet so many of you who I haven't had a chance to meet before. And so I just want to, again, thank Boss Dog Brand and Boss Cat Brand for allowing us to be in their space that morning on Wednesday morning. And we got some inside news that they are launching Boss Bird brand very soon. So make sure to check them out. You can visit their website at bossnationbrands.com. So go check out their website, see their new products. They have so many solutions for the independent retailer. And if you don't sell products, they actually do, you know, do sell direct to consumers. So you can buy directly from their website as well, or find them at your local retailers. So um, I also had a chance to meet Rampage Jackson while I was in the booth there. <laughs> There's a funny picture of us flexing our muscles together. So yeah, that, that, that booth was hopping at Super Zoo. Very, very busy booth. And so that's how the day kicked off for us was getting a chance to meet our pet boss club members in our community. And I, you know, I think I just didn't realize, like I said, I didn't realize the impact that we were making in people's lives. I've heard the stories of transformation. I've heard from our pet boss club members, what kind of what has happened when they apply the principles that we teach. I loved getting a chance to see Tiffany Teague of You Dirty Dog in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. We had had a one-on-one together years ago. Actually, we'd done a few one-on-ones, and then um, she worked with us for a little while in the Pet Boss Club. And during that time, she was in this interesting place of just feeling down and chaotic and stressed. I think we can all relate to that sometimes and hearing how where she's at now and what i encouraged her to do at that time uh was hard but she did it and now is sitting in this place of much more freedom you know being able to leave her business and come and to the show she doesn't have the toxic team environment anymore she trusts her employees completely and they the business is thriving because of it She's opened new revenue streams, you know, she's managing her money better and and growing the business and she just seems so happy. And so it was wonderful to be able to get to talk to her and hear that journey. And then what I loved the most about that chat with Tiffany was that she had her own aha in it, that by sharing that story with me, had a chance to reflect on how far she has actually come. She didn't even realize how far she had come. And so that was a lot of validation for her about the hard work that she's been doing. So Tiffany, we are really proud of you. Thanks for coming by that booth and saying hi to us. And gosh, guys, it was like person after person after person after person in line to chat. And I just love that so much, getting to meet our clients and our community and our listeners and followers in person. So thank you so much. Later on that day, I ended up connecting with some of my fellow industry friends we're all part of what's called the Pet Industry Network, were professional service providers inside the pet industry, like B2B service providers. And it was so fun to get to see them and connect in person as well. I'll, I'll link to the Pet Industry Network on our show notes as well, so you can learn about all those service providers. But we ended up grabbing a cocktail together, and then we headed up to the WPA chairman party, and then ended up getting dinner. So that was great to like just connect with each other and learn more about each other's businesses and how we can actually collaborate more in the coming year. So we're looking forward to doing that. On Thursday, Carmine and Elizabeth and I hit the show floor and walked around and got to meet even more of our community and say hi to friends. And again, I think I was just so taken back. How big of an impact Pet Boss Nation, myself and our team have had within the industry. And it was a reminder because guys, I was getting stopped constantly, (laughs) which was new, new for me. And I it was it was pretty wild. Like I would talk to somebody and then walk 10 feet and somebody else would come talk to me, finish that conversation, walk 10 feet, somebody else would be talking to me. And I have been in the industry a long time. It's it's that I do know a lot of people, but I really believe that it's a reflection of how myself and our team have really stepped up into being more visible and market our resources and our company consistently. And this is what we teach you on the podcast is what we teach you taught you in the boot camp and in our uh, for our prep boss club members is that you really need to show up for yourself and commit to your business's growth. And the best way to do that is to be consistent with your marketing. So just like this podcast, we deliver an episode to you every single week. We've been doing it now for almost two years. Well, not quite two years yet, but very soon it will be two years. And we send our weekly email newsletters. We have the blog that comes out. We do Facebook Lives and workshops and free webinars. And uh, you know, I'm writing columns for magazines. And so we're kind of like everywhere that we possibly can be because we want to really show The industry, what's possible when they invest in their professional development, how their business lives can grow and change, and how things improve overall. So when you become consistent with your marketing and your local communities, you will also be seen that way as an influencer in your local community, as the go-to authority for what it is that you are an expert in and help your customers with. So it really was. So fulfilling to my soul to see this like physical manifestation of running into people and them knowing who I was and who we are just by hearing the word pet boss or seeing my face or seeing the brand or seeing the team or hearing my voice like it, it was wild but it really is this manifestation of this commitment to success and marketing and results for our clients that is now having this ripple effect and it's been years in the making it's we're not it's something that happened overnight you know my very first super zoo where i was exhibiting as a business coach was in like th- at the end of 2016 so this has been now 7 years in the making So thank you to all of you who did come up to me and and say hello, because it really helps motivate me and us to keep going. And I want to give a special, special shout out to the owner of Studio Pets in Sandringham, Australia. She came up and I apologize. I don't have her first name. We were able to read Studio Pets on, on the tag and I don't think I got her business card, but... When I say read the tag, we had taken some photos and videos of our talk when I'd met her because she came up to me at our Pet boss party and celebration and mini talk on the show floor, which happened on Thursday afternoon. And she came up to me and she said, Candace, oh my gosh, my daughters and I listen to your podcast every single week. And my daughters told me that I had to, that they knew you were going to be here and that I had to come find you and get a picture. So can we take a selfie together? And I was like, oh yeah, of course, no problem take the picture and i was like how old are your daughters and she says oh they're 8 and 10 and i thought oh my gosh that's so cute that you guys listen to the podcast together she's like yeah you know it's like we have a, it's a perfect time frame for our commute from from home to the shop and so we listen to it together and i said oh that's so sweet thank you for sharing that story and then she follows it up by saying well my daughters love to ask me every day they say at the end of the day when i come home from work they say mom how did you boss your business today <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and my heart just smiled so big and of course I had a big smile on my face just like I do now recalling this story. So I just, you know, thank you for sharing with that with me. And and that just shows again that like the impact that we're having, the reach that your marketing can have, but also why it's so important to gather in person, to invest in, you know, trips that bring you to an industry event. Like she traveled all the way from Australia to come to Super Zoo to find new things, learn new things, and kind of you know maybe even re inspire her for the business. that's a big trip to come all the way from Australia. It's much easier for us in the U.S. or even Canada to get to one of these trade shows. So if you haven't been to one in a long time, you know you're missing out, and you need to make that investment into your own professional growth and development and connection. So. Thank you for coming up and saying hello there, Studio pets. Yeah, that leads me just to the the experience of that party and that talk. You know, I really wasn't sure. Would we have ten people there, or would we have a hundred people there? Actually, I think we ended up having way more than a hundred people there, but it was a great, great turnout, a great event. And what I, I laugh about saying I don't know how many people are going to be there is because I, you know, this show is so massive. The show is so massive. that I just didn't know and, and busy. Like there's a million things you could go do and and people you could be talking to. I just had no idea how many people would come to our mini talk and celebration. Well, it turns out, like I said, we had a lot of people there and it was just so, again, rewarding and fulfilling to be able to engage in person. And gosh, I just love being on a stage and seeing the reactions from the crowd, seeing the smiles or the aha moments. And what I really loved specifically about this quick talk, and it was quick, it was only like 15 minutes, was being able to give some shout outs to our Pep Boss Club members in the room, have them engage in the content and interactions, and then at the end We encouraged people to connect and meet somebody that they hadn't already met before. So what ended up happening afterwards, I mean, after we got our group photo, but what ended up happening afterwards was that we all stuck around and there was this massive connection and getting to know other people throughout the whole industry that kind of happened in this after party on the show floor, which was really, really cool. And Carmine was there for all of it, too. I got him on stage with some pictures and he was dancing in the audience. Yeah, I know he's six months old, but he can still like rock it, you know, <laughs> rock it. And he was having fun. And and so I can't wait to get all that video and footage back so we can reminisce about the party. And let see. And then after that, we ended up at the beach party that Super Zoo puts on at the Mandalay Bay Beach And that was a blast. We connected with our friends at Pets Plus and our Pet Boss Club members and community and rolled in and kind of copped a squat, as they say, on the beach and at some of the tables and enjoyed the free food and enjoyed the drinks and loved the live music. And that was a lot of fun to to see some other faces and people that we hadn't connected with yet. And I have a funny story about that beach party. So it was hot, 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 hot. I mean, it's the desert in August, it's hot. So the, the best place to go is actually to walk down into the water at in the pool area, like the wave pool that they have, they turn the waves off. So it's calm. But the wave pool feels great, lowers your body temperature. And then the band is actually playing on a stage right kind of at the t- at the in the water almost is what it looks like, but above the water and overlooking the whole party. And so I was standing there with uh, some of our team and clients, and the band decides to play. Ice, Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice, you know, Ice, Ice Baby. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. I think you know what I'm talking about. So, anyway, so they start playing the song, and I'm like, yeah, that's my jam. You know, I like this song. I, you know, it's, I just have an inside story with my best friend, Tiffany, about it. She had ended up coming to Vegas too, but it was at the party and then had left, and she missed this song. So, anyway, I started filming it, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like, hey, Tiffany, you missed this song, basically. And, the band decides to stop singing at a part of like the lyrics so that they, and they kind of put the microphone out to the crowd because they assume that the crowd is going to yell back the lyrics. Well, you know me, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, I love to dance. I love to sing. And I also, one of my secret talents is that I can remember words to songs pretty well, you know, especially ones from my youth. So Anyway, I'm ready to go, and so I I blurted out all the lyrics of that next part out loud, scream it out loud, and I'm assuming everyone around me is going to do the same, but not a soul out of the thousands of people that are there, at least under my circle and sphere of what I could hear, said any words out loud. So the whole place is like quiet. <laughs> There's me singing the lyrics, and what was so funny is when it was done, the people around me were like, "Damn, wow, you do the song. Like that was just really funny. And so I think it just dated me, aged me is really all it did. (laughs) Anyway, so that was a fun little story. And then headed out, went back to the room to see Carmine. Friday was just more walking the show floor, connecting with people, getting to see people who we didn't get a chance to yet the first two days. We also gathered our Pet Boss Mastermind members together for a breakfast. And that was just awesome to see them. And it was really more about them connecting with each other and getting to know each other, which I definitely happened. So that was great. But somehow it all ended at 3 p.m. And I still missed out on seeing so many people. And so many people I wanted to connect with, I just didn't get a chance to because there's just never enough time. And that's because this show is massive, massive. Let me just paint the picture for you here. Okay. We're talking 330,000 square feet. That's over 1,100 exhibitors they had. It's massive. It's this like meshing of all of the worlds, I feel like within the pet industry. <laughs> so you have the brands, like at its core, right? The businesses and the people that are there, the majority of them that exhibit on the show floor out of that 1,100 people exhibiting or businesses exhibiting. They're mainly brands and manufacturers. Oh, the little guys who are, you know, maybe still manufacturing something out of their house or out of a small warehouse, and they're really ready to grow and explode their businesses to the mega giants of the food industry. And these booths, while there is a floor plan and a layout with strong aisles and they go perpendicular to each other, <laughs> somehow it still always feels like a giant maze and it's easy to get lost but it's a ton of fun all the colors all the displays all of the textures and innovation that you see happening it's definitely like eye candy for me i love i love seeing these booths come to life and then the people who are walking on the show floor who are the attendees of the show the majority of them are retail buyers they are buying merchandise at wholesale prices to bring back into their pet retail stores or their online stores or their big box stores or in the grooming salon lobbies or daycare lobbies. So there um, that would be the bulk of everybody there, right? These brands that manufacture products, and then you've got the retail buyers. But it is, like I said, this meshing of all the worlds because then you also have service providers on the floor exhibiting. You have software solutions. There's lots of different different types of booths there, actually. And then you have other attendees like the groomers and other service providers, industry guests, people who are launching something brand new and are there doing some research and are just finding out other ways of who they should connect with to grow their businesses. And on the groomer note, there are these major grooming competitions happening during this whole show. And it's on this whole other part, it's like at one end of the show, trade show floor. And It's probably not the size of a football field, but it feels like the size of a football field. There are grooming tables up on like mini stages that are very long and there's a couple tiers of them. So just picture if you're looking at a wall and there's like grooming tables on the floor on one long row, maybe like 10 to 15 of them. And then there's like a little mini stage, a riser that goes up and there's another row of 10 to 15 grooming tables. And then maybe even another stage that's risen up on a riser with another 10 to 15 tables. I mean, I don't know if there's really that many tables, but it seems like a lot. And these grooming tables have professional groomers competing at each of their stations, grooming these dogs, dogs on the tables, dogs of all shapes and sizes. And there's all kinds of different competitions happening. There's celebrity judges and there are cash prizes, cash money prizes, cash prizes that totaled $35,000. And one person won the super jackpot, which was a $10,000 cash prize. Plus they won a trip to which is an international grooming event happening in Belgium. That is so cool. And the winner of that was Elliot Hernandez of Pets by Design. If you go to Elliot's Facebook page, maybe I'll, I'll even share this on our show notes, but the size ribbon this guy got is gigantic. Okay. That's one of the things I did take a video and photo of. So at least I know I can share that the ribbons for these prizes, the trophies for these prizes are some of the biggest ribbons I've ever seen. So uh, it's like a whole other world and experience over there in the grooming area that's completely separate almost from the experience that the manufacturers and buyers are having at the other end of the show. So um, that's a lot of fun to go over there. And there's chairs sitting that you can sit there and watch the grooming shows. For me, when I walk by and see them, I can tell that a lot of them are friends together. They've been in this industry a long time together. They get to see each other at these grooming competitions. And a lot of them have actually gotten tons of recognition internationally, as well as by being on TV shows and in magazines. And so there's a lot of like fangirling and fanboying and a lot of celebrity kind of action over there in the grooming world. It's really exciting. I'll link to the full list of the winners from the grooming competitions and our show notes as as well. And I know I've mentioned the show notes a lot. The best place to go to find the show notes is by visiting petboss.com forward slash episode 93. That's episode 93. All right. So this year also, um, when we talk about the the whole thing being the meshing of the worlds <laughs> here in the pet industry, there's also a lot of um, collaboration between different organizations like Leap Venture Studio. They partnered with the Black Pet Business Network and they held a pitch competition that supported underrepresented founders of companies and they got to compete for a prize of $10,000. So Leap Venture Studio partnered with the Black Pet Business Network to host an accelerator program and it features BIPOC founders in the pet care industry. Because even though minority households are leading the US population boom for pet ownership, there still remains a lack of minority representation in the pet care and nutrition industries as a whole. And so to celebrate the BIPOC founders and the companies, they had an exclusive pitch competition just for them. And I want to say congratulations to Sharon Tuggle, the CEO of Five Element Food Therapy, who won the pitch competition. Congratulations, Sharon. That's amazing. There were actually so many panels happening on the show floor at the emerging brand stage. There was a how to pitch a product. Let's see, get retail ready pitch panel. There was a live pitch panel, like kind of QVC style panel about licensing, Shark Tank winner pitch panel. I mean, like it was full of just a cool group of people who either were already exhibiting with their brands on the floor or who are just in this interesting tech side of the industry that i think a lot of times the retailers like the you know the original bulk of the attendees going to the show and then the manufacturers are on the floor don't even realize that all this cool innovation and conversation is happening over on these stages and these panels now I don't know when it started, but I don't think it was there when I had my pet store. And so now that I'm not walking the floor as a buyer, it's really kind of interesting to me that that I'm very aware of all of the different facets within the industry and niches and service providers and opportunities and types of businesses in the industry who are just colliding and collaborating here at SuperZoo that there's so much to go to. And it's really, I don't know, I just love it. I just love how... This show has just transformed into being useful and helpful for so many different entrepreneurs in the industry to grow their businesses. On top of all of that action, Pet Product News also honors their retailer of the year in um, a a bunch of different categories. But the top honor goes to Jeffrey and Matthew at 4 Muddy Paws. And I just want to give them a shout out because they've been part of our community for a long time. And it's just been so wonderful to get to know them over the years. And I just uh, congratulate you guys on a successful win of the Pet Product News Outstanding Retailer of the Year Award. Okay, fantastic. I also want to give a shout out to our Pet Boss Club member, Bush Pet Products, Stacey. She also won a special award for customer service and engagement. Way to go, Stacy! Plus, there are 10 other stores who also won awards, so we'll make sure to link to that list for you as well in the show notes so you can check them out. And then there was the new product showcase and awards. There was an impressive lineup of over 1,058 products that debuted in the new product showcase, celebrating different innovation advancements and new ideas, that some will be transforming the pet industry and some are just up-leveling what the brand was already offering, right? So there was a panel of judges for that. And there are a lot of different winners. We'll connect to them on the show notes as well, but congratulations to all of you. Now the new product showcase is like a little bitty mini version of what the trade show floor is. Each brand that buys a little, I think it's like two feet by two feet spot, (laughs) They could buy more of them than just the one, but you get two feet by two feet to display like one thing, like one new product that you're featuring on the show floor. So that's always a great area to walk through to get a sense of what's on the show floor. And would you believe it? I didn't walk through it this year. Oh my gosh. Am I like (laughs) hitting myself now? I had a baby this year. We had a lot going on just didn't happen. And I'm kicking myself because that is one of my favorite things to do. So I need to rely on our friends at pets plus this episode is not about trends that happened at super zoo because I sure as heck didn't get to see very many products this year and I'm no longer a buyer for stores. So I am not the expert here on what the trends were at super zoo so I want you guys to go check out petsplusmag.com our friends at pets plus magazine Pam and the team they were all over the show floor they prepared three different kind of like blog style posts columns on their on their website and I'll link to those in our show notes as well so you can find them and each one of those has a little vertical video of different brands and new products and, and where Pam is interviewing everybody so you'll definitely want to go check that out if, if you if you missed the show or if you didn't get to walk through the whole thing like I like myself and you miss some things or if you just want a refresher. So I'll link to those in the show notes. Remember, go get those at petboss.com forward slash episode nine three. So before I wrap up with you today, I just want to share some themes that stood out for me kind of at the forefront of why shows like Super Zoo are so important for the industry and why it's important to attend. And not just attend, but kind of go full out and really show up for yourself at them. And that's because the impact that this show or these types of shows have goes way beyond the event, okay? Relationships that are formed here, and it could just be one, maybe just one brand new relationship that happened could spark and ignite a brand new piece of business for you or a brand new opportunity, or maybe even inspire somebody that your conversation touched, that your innovation, your inspiration, the the conversations that you had could spark something in somebody else and you don't even realize it. You don't even realize it. And then they're going to leave that show and go do something with that experience with you. Or maybe you've had that impact from somebody at the show and now you go And do something different or do something faster or better than you would have if you hadn't been at that show. I also know that coming to these kinds of things can rekindle old relationships, can build a better, stronger foundation for brand new relationships to blossom. And so good things happen. It also is a place of, of, like I said, inspiration, but also re inspiration. Jennifer, who is in the Pet Boss Mastermind, she came to our breakfast and she sent me a message afterwards and she's like, (laughs) Candace. I, just that breakfast alone, having talked to the other mastermind members, just like really recharged and re-inspired me. So thank you for gathering us together. And so that's kind of like the impact I'm talking about. You just don't know when, when you come to things like this, what could happen. I also want to touch on just perspective, right? I think that's the best way to describe it. Is your glass half full or half empty? What's your perspective when you come to stuff like this? I was on the show floor and I was asking people questions like, how's the show been for you to vendors? Some people were like, this is slow. Some people were like, I sold more today on the first day than I did all of last year. It was busy. So I kind of feel like if you feel like it wasn't a good show for you, why not? Because there was a lot of action happening on that show floor. I also ran into a lot of attendees who felt like, I don't know, I don't know if I'm seeing anything new or innovative. It's kind of just like things being repeated and regurgitated and kind of feels like the same old stuff. But they have been in the industry a really long time. They've, you know, decades of people who have been saying that or who were saying that to me had been in this industry for a long time, like myself. But they had the younger generation there with them who were on their team who are either taking things over, or we met a lot of like you know new people in the industry. And for them, a lot of this is still very fresh and new. But it also still comes down to what's your perspective. What attitude are you bringing when you come into places like this? Because I got to tell you, with over a thousand new products and the new product showcase, and with all those panels happening, And with all the exhibitors on the floor, you got to tell me that you're not seeing any innovation? That's mind-blowing to me. I just don't believe it. I think in that sense, you know, again, when we come to things like this and we're investing all this time and energy and money, it's about, well, how are we going to show up for ourselves? How are we going to show up for our business? How are we going to shift our thinking to make it productive and to make it a useful experience for us? Another really interesting kind of underlying opportunity that's here is that so many people are ready to retire and sell their businesses. I'm not going to name any names, but I know that there are people who have been doing this a long time and who need or who are actually not need. They know that they need to. They have built successful businesses and they're ready to exit and they're thinking what's next. So if you're listening and you are not in the product space, if you're not a retailer or you're not a manufacturer, there's an opportunity here for you to potentially you know, start to learn more about that side of the industry and maybe even put the vibe out there that you're ready, that you're interested in acquisition or purchasing a pet business. Or if you are a retailer and you've grown your business and things are pretty well oiled now, you've got your operations down, maybe you could reach out to a brand and see if they were ever interested in selling and you could open up a brand new revenue stream for yourself. Or if you're a manufacturer who's ready to, you know, think about what's next and retire, reach out to one of your some of your retailers to see if they'd be interested in taking it over. Just something to consider, something to think about. So even though there are a lot of people who've been doing this a long time and who've grown their businesses significantly, There's also a lot of mergers happening. There's a lot of um, people who are coming into the industry who have a lot of excitement and energy who could either build their own things, and they are, or they could also merge into another company. So there's just a lot of underlying opportunities out there. And so I don't want you to be afraid of having conversations just for the sake of getting that conversation going, right? There's no harm in that. There's no harm in that. So I want you to noodle on that. If you're in any of those stages, ready to leave or ready to grow, so this is a you know a significant recap of my experience here at the Super Zoo Show in 2023, and I think at the end of the day, everything I'm trying to communicate here from this, and if there's an overarching theme for all of it, is just to think about how you're showing up for yourself and how you're showing up for your business when you uh, any and whether you come to this event or not, right? It's just how are you showing up for yourself and for your business because. I could have easily said, I'm going to skip this year. I have a new baby. I don't think I can handle it. Or I could have, you know, left Carmine at home too. I could have done that and gone on my own, but I wanted to bring him because I know that so much of our, so many of our community wanted to meet him. And I also selfishly didn't want to be away from him for that long, (laughs) but you know, I showed up for myself. We still came and attended. How do you show up for yourself when you're looking for new products, when you're looking to develop new relationships? Or if you need to improve your skill set so that you can up-level your business and improve things, how are you showing up for yourself and your business? Is it the glass is half full or the glass is half empty? I believe you're a glass is half full person because you're listening to this podcast. Well, next year, SuperZoo will be here before we know it. It is happening August 14th through the 16th of 2024 in Las Vegas, Nevada, again at Mandalay Bay Convention Center. I'll be there. I sure hope you're going to be there and I get a chance to meet you. If not before then, see you there for sure. As we wrap it up, my question for you now is inspired by our young friends in Australia at Studio Pets. And that is, how are you bossing your business? How are you bossing your business today? Send me a DM if you want to. Send us an email. Reach out and let us know exactly how you're bossing your business because... You have to show up for yourself and your business and you do that by bossing it. (laughs) All right. So many resources available for you to check out on our show notes. Again, visit petboss.com forward slash episode nine, three to get all of the good stuff to keep diving into the awesomeness of SuperZoo 2023. All right. I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you on the next episode of the Boss Your Business Podcast. Wow. We surpassed 75,000 downloads of this podcast. I just can't believe it. So thank you so much for tuning in every week and for being part of the show. It would mean the world to me if we got to 80,000. Could you imagine? And then, oh my gosh, all the way to hundred thousand, my mind would be blown. So to do that, I need your help though. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast in case you haven't done that. Plus, I would love for you to tell other pet professionals about the amazing resources and ideas and strategies and tips and stories that myself and our clients and the people that we feature bring to you every single week, okay? So recommend this show to your fellow pet industry professionals. Have them visit PetBoss.com forward slash podcast and they'll find all the old episodes and exactly how to connect with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you it really means so much to me that you choose this podcast as part of your business education and journey here in the pet industry. Thank you.